0: You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio.
1: You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio.
2: It is the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. Happy Wednesday night to you. I hope you had a tremendous day. I hope you had a good Wednesday. I'm here to help you get over the hump. And we got a lot to do, a lot to discuss getting over the hump. For whatever reason, I don't know, there are a lot of people in the world of sports who need to get over a hump. We got a lot of people, I believe, that are just behaving badly. I'm going to tell you about Sean Kemp in a minute. Yeah, Seattle Supersonics flying all over the place. I'm gonna tell you about him momentarily. We have an update on John Morant, Tiger Woods in the news for all the wrong reasons, allegations, allegations, allegations. Michael Irvin has a lawsuit up against the Marriott for things that he says he did not do. I'm, I'm trying to find some good. I'm trying to find some good news here. Kevin Durant was supposed to make his debut tonight. For the Phoenix Suns, he he slips, he has swelling in his ankle and in pregame, all these fans showing up to see Kevin Durant play in his first game, and he cannot do it out with swelling. What a day. And, of course, I'm going to give you a, a top six list. It's what I do every Wednesday night into Thursday morning and in two hours from now. It'll be a top six list of teams that absolutely need emphasis on need a quarterback. Half the damn NFL needs a quarterback, but these teams are desperate as desperate can be. We're going to be hanging out here with you for the next four hours. This is the beginning of the show. 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific, every single weeknight I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard. Dave is coming to you live from New York City. And outside of reaching out to me on the phone, it's 855-212-4CBS. You can always get a hold of me on social media as well, where I have just shared a lot of the topics of conversation for tonight. And so we got a lot to do, a lot to get into. Uh, Shep, how was your Wednesday.
3: I'm I'm doing well, Jared. Wednesday was great. Um I will say it is good to see the bully finally get stood up to.
2: The hell are you talking about?
3: Oh well, I know you're gonna be all over this tonight. He's the biggest bully in college basketball. And it's not for much longer.
2: Oh, you're talking about Jim Behan.
3: Huh? You're damn right I
2: am. Oh we'll get to his uh we'll get to his behind uh soon soon enough. There's a lot to do. Eight five five two one two four CBS. That's eight five five two one two four CBS. Right before I jumped on air. Of course, this would happen to be Uh, Woj, who is like uh, the FBI, the four one one. He knows everything going on in the neighborhood. He knows everything about everything. And approximately one hour ago, it was revealed. That's Sean Kemp. Yes, one of the greatest high flyers that the NBA has ever seen. Sean Kemp, someone who has unfortunately also dealt with his share of, of demons in regards to substance abuse. One of the most exciting basketball players you might have ever seen in your life. A multiple-time All-Star. Someone who's participated in an NBA Finals with Gary Payton. All NBA this, all NBA that. McDonald's this. Sean Kemp was booked in an alleged drive-by shooting. What are we doing here? The Tacoma Police Department said at 2 p.m. local time, out west, an altercation between the occupants of two cars, two people beefing in cars, led to shots being fired at a parking lot on South Steel Street, One car fled. No injuries were reported. A gun was recovered. A 53-year-old male was booked for drive-by shooting. The investigation is ongoing. If you want to do some simple math, Sean Kemp happens to be 53 years old. And it goes a little bit deeper and further than that. Woj, pretty much, I don't know who his sources are. Somebody called him up from Tacoma, Washington and said, hey, it's it's Sean Kemp. Sean Kemp was the one arrested. And so, yes, according to the, the Pierce and Washington State Corrections inmate listings, it was Sean Kemp booked in a drive-by shooting. What? I, I, I understand this. Sean Kemp, for the most part, has been out of the public eye. I haven't heard the name or seen Sean Kemp forever. I see Gary Payton all the damn time. Gary Payton doing TV, he's doing signings. Gary Payton is selling marijuana. Gary Payton is a is a great dude, very nice guy. See Gary Payton a lot. When you think about the Seattle Supersonics, they don't exist anymore. If you want to think about recent memory, yeah, the past 20, 30 years, is two dudes you think about. It's Gary Payton and it's Sean Kemp. A lot of the history from Seattle, we know they eventually moved to Oklahoma City. They, they don't acknowledge it. Ain't nobody thinking about it. Seattle is up in Seattle, and ain't nobody going down to Oklahoma City. You will not see Gary Payton dealing with no damn... I don't even know. You're not going to see him dealing with the Thunder. He is where he is. And so as a result, we don't see or hear from Sean Kemp. Not at all. The last time I saw Sean Kemp was at a celebrity softball game for Richard Sherman. This has to be, I don't know, six years ago. And Sean Kemp was looking he looked like a retired NBA player. Sean Kemp was looking like someone who was enjoying the good life. Someone who's been spending quite some time eating and, and drinking and, and God knows what. But never in my life did I think that, that Sean Kemp would be booked for a drive-by. I've I've heard a road rage. I think most people, you get behind the wheel of a vehicle and you get upset. Somebody's driving like a nut. I've been flipped off before, and I think I'm a very damn good driver. I'm not going to go ahead and, and point a firearm at somebody. God forbid somebody points a firearm at me. And so just shocking and surprising news, especially when you think about what the NBA has just dealt with and is still continuing to deal with. With John Morant, who, by the way, the authorities in Colorado have have cleared him of any criminality that does not clear John Morant for making a dumbass decision. And so one is totally unrelated to the other. Sean Kemp being booked for a drive by doesn't have a damn thing to do with John Morant. But what it does is, unfortunately, is another reminder of how terrible it is that we have so many people ready, willing, and able to pick up a weapon in any circumstance. Whether it's to flash it on Instagram or in the case of Sean Kemp, allegedly try to shoot somebody in a vehicle and drive off. And I don't know the circumstances of what took place today with Sean Kemp. I don't know what was said, we don't know what was done, but it's not every day that you hear of celebrities, legends, retired ball players, 53-year-old men who have entertained millions and made millions allegedly pulling out a gun in an incident to shoot somebody. Shep, when is the last time you heard of, 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 of Sean Kemp doing anything? Nothing. It's like he's he's in hibernation.
3: Yeah. Jared, the only time I remember him being in the public uh, stratosphere the last five years was at the Dirk Nowitzki retirement ceremony. That's it.
2: I don't even remember that. Yeah. Uh, I'm afraid of—and, well, you know, I, I don't need to know the details, Okay. Outside of and completely outside of Sean Kemp, feeling that his life was ultimately in danger. Road rage that bad? Sean Kemp gotta got light somebody up. And this is this is nothing new. I feel for years I mean, we we've we've had songs, we've had we've had a little bit of everything. It's like, just put the guns down, stop the violence. Non- everybody, not everybody, but this this country is just, it's gun infatuated. And well within your right to own a firearm. And you're well within your right to do it safely. And you can do what the hell you want to do within the law. But we just have too many incidents and and, and just too many everything going on. Too many stories every day. It's almost, it's almost numbing. Here's an issue. First thing, here's a gun. I get it. You're you're, you're Sean Kemp. I don't know what he looks like. We ain't seen him. Last I saw him, he was, he was six eight, and he looked like he was more than three hundred pounds. I get it. You're Sean Kemp. I get it. You might be a target. We don't know the details. But from knowing the fact that he was picked up, booked, arrested, I don't think that bodes well initially for what took place. I I certainly hope that I'm wrong. I wanted to start this show off and talk about Bayheim and the fact that he's the hell up on out of here. After forever, almost 50 years, half a century, this man was coaching Syracuse. And Sean Kemp stole the spotlight at the top of the show. If you didn't hear, Sean Kemp booked, taken in, in Washington, a drive-by shooting. Wow. It's not John Morant, but this is a legend. And he actually got arrested. (sighs) Not the start I would want. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to take a break. When we come back on the other side, I'm going to give you more of an update on John Morant. Then we'll talk about Jim Beheim, And then I'll tell you about Michael Irvin. Oh, my God. And then I have to tell you about Tiger Woods and, and, and the lawsuit. And just it's real nutty right now. You couldn't make this stuff up. We're just getting started. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio.
1: You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. wants to hear from you call him now at 855-212-4CBS that's 855-212-4227 it's the
2: JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio a hell of a surprise to start the show off this evening that NBA legend six-time all-star finals appearance Slam dunking all over everybody's mother. Sean Kemp. He has been booked in an alleged drive-by shooting in Tacoma, Washington. Earlier this afternoon, altercation, two occupants, two cars, two people beefing. Shots fired at a parking lot. No injuries reported. A gun was recovered. Sean Kemp booked. Investigation is ongoing. And so we'll have to see what takes place with this NBA legend who I haven't heard about in years and unfortunately is in the news for all the wrong reasons. There is an update. Someone that has been in the news for, well, at least since this past weekend, maybe longer than that, about a week now, is John Morant. And we know about all of his issues that were made public and in much more detail last week by The Washington Post. Incident with a 17-year-old and a gun. Uh, Memphis Grizzlies game. Pacers feeling threatened. Certain part members of the Pacers. uh, Incident at a mall. We could put the cherry on top with the the gun video on Instagram Live on Saturday morning. And John Morant has, has been gone since then from the Grizzlies. And the Grizzlies have pretty much said, dating back to this past Saturday, that he would be gone at minimum two games. We know that the NBA was investigating what was taking place with John Morant. And then at the same time, Colorado, the Colorado police, the local police, Glendale said that they would investigate what the hell was going on with John Morant, as he was in a strip club. He did have a gun. He was in a place where people were drinking and alcohol was being served. And the NBA is still doing its investigation, but the police of Glendale, right outside of uh, Denver, they've wrapped up theirs. They were not able to determine any causes or probable cause for filing any charges. They didn't receive any calls to the nightclub about a weapon. No one reported or called in a disturbance. No citizens. Nobody came forward to make a complaint. The investigation concluded that no one was threatened or menaced with the firearm. And in fact, no firearm was ever located. Now you don't have to find and locate a firearm to determine that they're there was one because John ja Morant was very keen on sharing that fact and idea with the world. And so, as a result, not long after the fact, the Memphis Grizzlies decided to release their own news, their own little statement. The Memphis Grizzlies said that John ja Morant is now going to be away from the basketball team at least four more games. The earliest he could come back is March 17th against the San Antonio Spurs. That doesn't mean that the NBA is not going to intervene, and I believe that they should. I think I've, I've said this before, and I, I don't think I've said it. I have. There are certain things bigger than basketball, and when you have all of the instances of, of what took place last year and what took place again on Saturday, it is not a crime to, to have a weapon or a firearm But the manner of of which he has acted is is irresponsible. And if he continues acting in that way, he's asking for trouble, not just necessarily for himself, but potentially for others. It's apparent that others have already felt harmed or threatened, starting off with a 16-year-old, or excuse me, a 17-year-old, a security guard at a mall, members of the Indiana Pacers. And unfortunately, it's as if Ja Moran is potentially doing harm to himself and so I don't know about the the healing that his coach says needs to be done uh, I don't know about the stress management that Josh ja says needs to take place but when you have a string of events that date back from last summer and a brazenness that moves over to this past Saturday I think John ja Morant doesn't need to pick up a ball in an NBA game until next season and I've I'm not disappointed, ain't got nothing to do with me. I just find it irresponsible, and it's not a shock or a surprise. The Grizzlies are business. They're trying to make money, and I think it's it's just short-sighted from a a moral and ethical perspective to put John Morant back out onto the court. Some things are bigger than the game, like his life, and he looks like he's already in the way of of ruining it, and I don't think two weeks away is going to necessarily – fix things i think a lot of people here including nike are are just laissez-faire their hands off we don't want to touch it because we ain't trying to screw up the money and so let's see what takes place the grizzlies say he's out for at minimum four more games we haven't heard anything else from the nba yet let's see if they decide to act sean kemp drive by john morant we know his issues it's just uh It's wild as hell right now. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Tony is calling up from Wisconsin. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Tony?
4: Hey, JR. A long-time listener, but first-time caller. I just want to say I love your show because you keep it real, and uh, you're all about the people from what I can tell. I mean, You're as real as it gets. But uh, anyway, I want to change the subject a little bit. I'm a diehard Vikings fan. I mean, I'm used to disappointment. We lose every year. Uh, I listen to our local sports radio, and they're talking about uh, Lamar Jackson maybe coming here. And I'm just saying, do you even think it would be a good fit, or do you even think he could possibly even fit in here
2: if we got rid of Cousins? I don't think it uh, would be a want or a desire, if I'm being honest. I, I mean, sure, everybody up in – you're in Wisconsin or are you in Minneapolis? Where are you at?
4: No, I live in Wisconsin. I'm from Minnesota originally, but I live in Wisconsin right now.
2: Yeah, I, I, I haven't heard such a thing. To me, it sounds like, uh, sounds like the local folks have to talk about something. I, I wouldn't put two cents into it. I, I don't see it happening at all.
4: No, I agree. Uh, I, I think we can both come on the, the same conclusion. Though we're sick about hearing about Aaron Rodgers.
2: <laughs> uh, well, yeah, yeah, and I, I, we, you know what? We talked about this last night. Uh, for someone like Aaron Rodgers, and thank you so much, Tony, for calling from Wisconsin. He he did so much back and forth about whether or not he was going to play, not going to play, return, retire, go into a dark hole. Like this is this was like a top secret mission last night or yesterday shep did you see the photos of the new york jets of rob salah and and woody johnson did you see them ducking out of a
3: restaurant <laughs> from the paparazzi uh no but they should be used to that by now i mean they live in the mecca right
2: ain't nobody trying to see rob salah uh, and who up. wants to take photos of woody johnson like well, nobody
3: that's fair that's nobody
2: fair. cares yeah there were photos. Of these guys leaving a restaurant in California where they sat down and, and met with Aaron Rodgers. They uh, they reportedly went to Aaron Rodgers and they visited his Malibu home and then they went to eat. They had dinner. And then Rob Sala is, is ducking away from the, the camera flashes and, and Woody Johnson in his white and green New York Jets hat is walking out of dinner. It's like you, you gotta wine and dine, Aaron Rodgers. You gotta, you gotta kiss the ring. Like how much ass kissing do you have to do just to tell Aaron Rodgers, "Hey man, come on ahead." And so what is he gonna do? And stretch this out some more. He might as well. Man, he certainly loves himself some attention. What is he gonna do? Tell the Tell the Green Bay Packers to come and visit California as well, hey goonkoons, get on a plane man i got I got something to tell you, hey Aaron, well, well you, you can't tell me you're on
3: Zoom? Well, Jeremy, my question for you would be, have you ever met a head coach, general manager, and owner, all locked step and barrel, in terms of their disgust for a first round draft pick, not even two years into an NFL career?
2: I don't know if I want to call it disgust. I mean, what's what's surprising? Zach Wilson has
3: sucked. He has been abysmal, and so so. What's the and not so? When he tipped his hand, when he came, it was he was less than a month ago, when he said, "I am desperate. We are desperate to have any semblance of a franchise quarterback." So you know, they would fly to Timbuktu if it meant even a. even a a smidge, even an infinitesimal jump at the quarterback position because all three of the quarterbacks sucked last year, Jr.
2: This is not a tipping, or that was not a tipping of the hand. (sighs) The Jets have needed a quarterback forever. Woody Johnson has owned this team now for approximately 25 years, give or take, going on just, just north of that. What are we in, 2023? Yeah, just about. Taking over from Leon Hess, they've had no success. They actually have a decent team you know i don't I don't think that the jets are, are playing cards and you know they're, they're they're ruining their game like everybody knows this is what they need. I think the bigger question is, okay, what do we do with Zach Wilson and it's been even clearer, especially from Rob Salah speaking over uh the a couple of weeks ago at the combine. That he's just like, hey, yeah, well, Zach is here. And we need to move forward and find a veteran. They said that months ago. Joe Douglas said that months ago. And what they've admitted more so is that if it's better for us to move on from Zach and and send him elsewhere, then that's what we'll do. There's, there's no hiding what the New York Jets need. The New York Jets need a quarterback. And if they got to go to outer space, forget Tim Buck, too. <laughs> if they have to find a time machine, they'll, they'll certainly go and do it. 855-212-4CBS. Let's go to Pennsylvania and talk to Rick. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Rick?
5: Hey, y'all. What's going on, big brother? How you doing?
2: I'm good. What's on your mind?
5: Nothing much, man. I'm a truck driver, man. I've been listening to you for a few months now. Respect what you do. I like it, man. Appreciate it. What's um, on? Never want to call and talk to you about my team. It's too embarrassing. But uh, speaking on the job John rent, me being a father of three boys – it's 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 our job, man, to to pull them aside and let them know. Like even doing something like this, it shouldn't even have gotten this far, man. Just just earlier this week, I pulled my boys aside at 12, 23, and nine, and let them know what their last name is and what they represent. I showed them a picture of my of my grandfather. Let them know that they are the ones got to carry on this let this uh this namesake. So being a parent. Uh, You don't need to be a friend in in this case, man.
2: Yeah, well, unfortunately, it it appears that that has has gone missing from from John Morant. We don't know what the relationship is between he and his father outside of what we read or what we've read and Mm -hmm. seen from training and and what we see right in front of us. And what we have seen since John Morant was drafted is, is what we see out of a lot of parents, but more so here with T. Morant is that he's participating and enjoying his, his son's success. There's nothing wrong with that. But unfortunately, it looks like that he may be or may have been enjoying it a little bit too much while a lot of these issues and, and, and problems were, were going on. And so I, I don't know if it's too far gone for him to interject. I'm sure everybody in that house, everybody in their family is, <laughs> is, is feeling the pain. I, I think we're, we're past that now. Like, what's his dad going to do to put the magic eraser uh, towards his actions? His dad is probably going to have to alter his behavior as well. If, if Ja can't figure this out at 23 with everything at his fingertips, what's his dad supposed to do by now? Taylor Jenkins, he spoke yesterday, gave an update. I told you the update today, at minimum missing four more games. Yesterday, he said that they love Ja Morant but there still needs to be accountability. Listen to this.
4: We're in touch with him every single day. It's staff, it's uh, teammates. He's still a huge part of what we do. You know, as I said the other day, we love him. We want what's best for him. We support him. So there's a level of support, and then there's definitely an element of accountability that we're having discussions about. But again, I'm not going to comment on what those bars are going to be.
2: Okay. Are they keeping us real, real close to the vest. What's there to hide and, and talk about internally? What, what's there to do? Are we going to call this absence, this week and a half, potentially two-week absence? Is this going to be a suspension? Is he not suspended? Like, what's the
3: deal? Chair? don't you feel like the father's getting a little bit of a bad rep? I mean, was anyone questioning his parenting the first three years of John Morant's career when he was the face of a franchise and one of the biggest superstars on planet Earth when it comes to playing the sport, and there had not been one negative thing said about him off the court?
2: No. I don't think he's getting a bad rap. He, he's putting himself out on front street. And how he, how he has presented himself is someone who's living a good life. And from John Moran's perspective, that's exactly what the hell he's been doing, obviously, is, is living a good life, talking about his stress. You see his dad. He's sitting courtside. Nothing wrong with that. He's sitting there styling and profiling, you know, with the shades on inside. Okay, uh, not me. Nothing wrong with that. He's sitting there with a drink in his hand. Uh, I, I'm, is it water every time? I'll Probably not. Nothing wrong with that. A couple of weeks ago, about a month ago, you know, he's trying to calm down Shannon Sharp, and okay, after the fact, now they're buddy-buddy. Nothing wrong with that. But when you put yourself out there in the front, and this is what you are known to see, just you out here just living a good life. When it comes crashing down, even though he's adjacent, you're going to get pointed out as well. You know, I don't know squat diddly about John Morant's dad outside of, he taught him how to play ball. They have a, a family that is unified and together. And every time I see him, he just, he just living life. And you can make an assumption. I don't think it's an incorrect one to go. Well, damn it, if his son is, is wild and out living a good life and his, his dad seems to be enjoying every minute of it too, maybe his dad is enjoying it too much. And so maybe there needs to be an, an adjustment. This is in a completely different lane. Right. If you take a look at at the, the Ball family, LeVar, And he was bombastic. He was loud. He was encouraging. It doesn't matter whether you loved him, you hated him, you felt that he needed to shut up, that he was doing too much. The minute that his sons found success actually in getting and playing into the NBA, he started to take a step back. I don't think that's by coincidence. You don't do yourself or anybody else a favor when you become a distraction and you become a part of the story. And for reasons that were great, it was cool. Ja's having success. He's having fun. He's dancing. He's giving away shoes to kids. He's signing autographs. He's he's the life of the party, and his dad is right there with him. But now as a result, everybody's hearing about it. I don't think he's catching a bad rap. He, or he's or he been right there. He's traveling with him. He's at home games. He's at away games. What is he, just leaving afterwards? This is part of the deal when you sign up for this. If you can't stand the heat. Get out the kitchen. It wouldn't surprise me when, when Ja comes back. Is his dad going to maybe take a back seat? Possibly, maybe not. It's a hard-knock life. This stuff will chew you up and spit you out. It's the JR. Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We're going to get into Jim Beheim calling it quits. You want to talk about life chewing you up and spitting you out? Michael Irvin, the early portion of today, was out there. He's out there crying. Allegations against him have slowed down his career, his life and Michael Irvin is is fighting back against the Marriott I'll explain it's the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio
1: You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio.
5: Hey, y'all, what's going on, the truck driver, man? I've been listening to you for a few months now. respect what you do. like it, man.
1: Call in now at 855 212 4CBS.
2: It's the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. We've talked about John Moran. We talked about Sean Kemp, arrested for. Potentially, allegedly participating in a drive-by. And then even earlier today, Michael Irvin had a press conference. The Dallas Cowboys legend, the media personality you might remember. It was about a month ago during the Super Bowl. While, while... Michael Irvin was working for the NFL Network, had some appearances as well for ESPN. That all of a sudden, I saw him. He was right in front of me. He was at whatever they, what do they call this, media row, media day, NFL Super Bowl night, whatever that Monday is, where all the players are out. Michael Irvin was there working. He was standing right in front of me. And the next day, we found out that there was an employee worked for the Marriott the hotel chain there was a woman who came forward and she filed a complaint against him her identity was not revealed and Michael Irvin just out of these allegations he was pulled from the NFL network he was pulled from ESPN Uh, we have not seen him work on either property since and we don't know what the allegations fully are Michael Irvin, when he was pulled from t v he basically said that this woman who I, I I met, whatever took place, was nothing. It was in a lobby, it was a conversation, it was in public there had to be there had to have been surveillance video, and our interaction was no more than forty five seconds and so since then we have learned. That Michael Irvin has filed a $100 million defamation lawsuit against the anonymous woman. They're protecting her identity. And the Marriott. His lawyer and Michael Irvin sat down today and said that they are pretty much demanding to see the surveillance footage, which has not been released to them. Uh, they sat at a press conference with two witnesses. Michael Irvin says he went out to a dinner, he came back to his hotel. He's walking through the lobby. Uh, This woman allegedly approached him. They had a 45 second conversation. They shook hands. They laughed. And he went up to his room. That's it. She did not accompany him. This was reportedly from Michael Irvin, just a 45 second conversation where she came up to him. And so Michael Irvin during this press conference today, he got very emotional about this incident from last month. Take a listen.
6: And I know nobody's going to listen to what I say. Nobody, still, at least Mary, I don't want to hear what we have to say. Don't want to hear what I have to say. No one, don't even care to shit. So, you know, I just got emotional thinking about it because I'm struggling with that on what to do moving forward after I deal with all of this. How can I defend myself if I don't even know what I'm defending myself against? They asked me, they said, do you remember this girl you met in the lobby? I work. And I live in hotels. I stay in hotels all year long from August to September. I meet people every day walking in and out of a lobby. I couldn't even tell you what she looked like. I don't know. I don't even know who I'm talking about. When I'm talking about I'm supposed to do something. I, I just This just blows my mind that in 2023, we still dragging and hanging brothers by a tree. That blows my mind. That I have no opportunity to defend. I don't even know what I'm defending, and 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 absolutely to not listen to the court.
2: Oh wow! Yeah. It it doesn't sound like there's there's an issue. We don't know all the details, uh, based on what it, it appears to be with the scant details, and I wasn't there. But this, it don't sound right to me. You know, I've met Michael Irvin, and we know Michael Irvin has had his own issues in the past and allegations and drug use as a player and injuries, etc. This one just sounds odd in a hotel lobby. And if there was an issue, he was just able to walk away. And this is Super Bowl week. There's tons of people around, and the video wasn't released. I'm sure TMZ is on it right now. And there's likely to be some clarity sooner than later. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Let's go to Georgia. Tobias is here. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Tobias? Hey, how you doing? I'm very well. What's on your mind?
0: I uh, just commenting, man. Just want to keep it like uh, transparent. You know, I listen, I've been listening to you for a short time, but it brings back a lot of uh, memories everyone plays sports and if they haven't you know it's a team sport but also when you talk sports you also talk that you win and lose some and when you lose you got to have good sportsmanship now we all have seen different iconic players have bad days and you know that's just a part of life because even in life with mew and I we go to work you know we pray we don't have an accident or rage or road rage you know things happen but Biggest part about sports and life, they run together. You win some, lose some. You just got to have a good character and adapt and change. So with all the things that you spoke on with Morant, I just seen the things with Kemp. Um, all these are mentors to, you know, a bigger world. Myself, I look at them. I know some of them younger than me, some of them older than me. I look up to people like Kemp. You know, I was a kid watching Kemp Duncan you know, just wanting to be all I can be. So I use that in today's life as go, go to work every day, you know, pay your bills, take care of your family. But what we're seeing, we're seeing a lot of negative stuff and we got to stay on the positive stuff. The negative stuff don't last for forever unless we keep dragging it. We're not the courts and laws. We've been bamboozled for forever. And quite frankly, it does come down to a cultural um, upbringing. You know, I, I hate to say it, but, you know, it is what it is, cultural, that deals with black, white, uh, different ethnics. And it's coming from uh, a muster of black African, no, black American, not African American, European. It's dealing with black Americans. Jaws Black, uh, Shea, uh, O'Shea, well- what's his he has the to,
2: to, to, to bias to to Tobias, to Tobias, to, to to, to to to, to slow down Tobias. bias you, you, you don't gotta, you, you don't gotta you, you don't slow down you don't gotta talk over me like i can i can politely tell you that you're gonna get cut off by the break or you can get cut off by the break which one do you prefer
0: honestly sir with all due respect that kind of stuff sound insulting but i didn't mean any that's not insult
2: that's not that's not insulting i'm trying to tell you hold on stop and pause because you're going to get cut off you continue to speak and i'm just trying to tell you to wait i want to provide you a conclusion and a retort to what you just said but the first part is to stop speaking does that make sense i guess not Thank you, Tobias, for calling up from Georgia. I'm going to respond to what Tobias said on the other side of the break. It's the JR Sport Re Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. and about an hour from now, it's going to be a new top six list, teams that need a quarterback. We're going to talk about DeAndre Hopkins. Unfortunately, there's news with Tiger Woods. There's a lot to do. And Jim Behan here on CBS Sports Radio.